Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. For the next hour, we're going to be talking sports and having fun doing it. I want all your ideas, all your opinions, and all your beliefs. And of course, as always, you're going to get a heavy dose of my opinion. If you have an opinion number to call, 646-727-3070. That's 646 646- 727-3070. You can listen to the show, blogstalkradio.com slash PKs and messages to the show on Twitter at go for again, G-O-F-O-R-I-T-G-A-N-T. Great show lined up for you today. Expected to be joined by Colts outside linebacker Trent Cole. And he's going to give his thoughts on this Colts season, his upcoming free agency. Uh, Chip Kelly, he has some interesting comments to say about Chip Kelly. And he's, he's going to talk about hunting. He's an avid hunter. And, you know, big-time hunter. Loves to hunt. Old Trent loved the hunt. And so we're going to talk to Trent about that as well. So we got a lot to get to. And, you know, it's the new year, 2017. We made it. We made it. A lot of people in 2016 didn't make it. We made it. And now we're here talking sports and having fun doing it. Guess we can't take it for granted because a lot of people didn't make it in 2016. 2016 was a rough year for a lot of people. Great year for me. Hopefully it was a great year for you. And I guess at the end of the day, any day above ground is a good day. A lot to get to. We got the playoffs. The, the, the NFL playoffs are starting. Wild card weekend. I say it every year. So let me say it now. Let me get it out the way. These next two weeks, two of the best weeks of the year. And, 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 and two of the best weeks of these playoffs. Because you got a Saturday Sunday situation. You know, you got two games tomorrow, Saturday, two games on Sunday, then next week, two divisional, and on Saturday, then another two divisional on Sunday. So you got two football games Saturday and Sunday each day. Great, man. It, it, it it's great. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time. To live life, baby. I'll tell you. But also, as I, you know, as we're going to get into it, obviously we're going to talk football. Obviously, we're going to talk college football. Obviously, we're going to talk about this big game, you know, the college championship game, Clemson and Alabama. We got to talk that, of course. And of course, you know, as we go along, we, of course, of course, of course, of 
course, have to get to some of the coaching firings in the National Football League. A lot of guys, a few guys with some new jobs, new addresses, new places. So we got a lot to get to. Let's go get there. So let's start now with the playoffs tomorrow. We got the playoffs starting tomorrow, wild card weekend in the National Football League. It's going to be fun. You got the Raiders and Texans getting started tomorrow out there in Houston. And then you got the Lions and Seahawks to end it in the nightcapper out there at CenturyLink Field in Seattle. And let me just go on and just start previewing this game. Let's start with the Raiders and the Texans. You got a situation now where the Raiders, you got a new quarterback. No, not Derek Carr, not Mike McGloin, but Connor Cook. His first, his first start ever, not first playoff start. You're talking about his first start ever. And so now you have a situation, a guy who's never been a start, who's never started a game, started a game on this level. That's rough. That's tough. And I would not want to be in the shoes of Connor Cook. What a time to get your first start. International Football League. Playing quarterback in the NFL is hard enough. But your first start is playoff game. Wow. That's rough. That's tough. But at the end of the day, he's got to get it done. And here's and, and I look at this football game. These two teams didn't meet in the regular season. Pretty good game out there in Mexico City. Um, you know, the Texans were up out there in the second half and, and played a decent football game. The Texans played a, police, a pretty decent football game against the Raiders in that, on, on that Monday night game back there in November. But I look at the game and the difference, the Raiders, obviously this Raider team can make plays on the offensive side of the ball. But they were making those plays with Derek Carr as the quarterback. Not Connor Cook. And the Raiders had some struggles offensively in that game. And if you look at the game, they were held to 120 yards through three quarters. But they just busted out in that second half. And, and excuse me, in that fourth quarter. More specifically, well, in the second half, but more specifically in that fourth quarter, you know, you had a situation of fullback. A while they had a 75-yard big-time run uh, pass, I should say, catch, reception. And, you know, you, you had that big play. That Amari Cooper made a big play. And, and just, just, you know, just like that, the Raiders go on and win that football game. But the Texans, you thought, Texans were possibly going to win that game. And I remember that game because, you know, I was in a pool. And if the Texans would have pulled it off and stayed around 45 points, your boy would have won a couple so would have won a couple dollars. But it didn't happen. But anyway, you had a situation where the Texans were up 17 to 13 going into the fourth. And, again, the defense has did a great job. 
against that Raider offense, that high power, that prolific Raider offense. But then 75 yards of Wale, 35 yards Cooper, and guess just like that. The Oakland Raiders take a 27-20 lead, and just like that, the Oakland Raiders win that particular football game. But here's the thing, and I'll repeat it. Derek Carr ain't walking through that door. And because Derek Carr ain't walking through that door, this is going to be a tough proposition for the Oakland Raiders. It just is. And in that game, Brock Osweiler wasn't awful. 243 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Not a bad performance by big Brock Osweiler. And Brock Brock Osweiler now is going to get the start. He did lose the job to Tom Savage. Tom Savage was concussed against the Titans. Brock Osweiler comes off the bench, plays some decent football. Tom Savage in that concussion protocol. Brock Osweiler gets to start. So an opportunity for redemption for Brock Osweiler, an opportunity to win a playoff game, and a playoff game that looks very winnable. And you got to feel for the Oakland Raiders. So we're going to bring Trent Cole in. Uh, a little later in the show, and he's one of the reasons that Derek Carr is not there. And again, it wasn't a nasty or dirty sack. It wasn't a dirty play. It stuff happens. He sacked him, and he he hurt his leg. But it wasn't malicious. But I, I I'll say this. I'll say this. You feel for the Raiders because this was a football team that easily, and not it should at least be the second seed in the AFC and have a buck. They, they at least should be that football team. This is a 12-4 football team, but this is a football team that should probably be 13-3 and and should not even be playing this week. They should be at home chilling. Maybe they go to Cabo like Romo and his boys many moons ago. Maybe they go to Miami like the Giants wide receivers did last week. I mean, they, they, this Raider team could be chilling on the beach somewhere in California, somewhere. They shouldn't be playing this week, but stuff happens in the National Football League. Injuries happen in the National Football League. Injuries are the ultimate, the ultimate equalizer in the National Football League. And injuries, especially the injury to Derek Carr, is going to send the Raiders home in week one of the playoffs and wild card weekends. I like the Titans. I like the, excuse me, the Texans in this game. I like their defense, which is big time. And again, they play well against the Raiders during the regular season. Doesn't all always mean that much, but they play well against this Raider offense. Gave up two big plays in that fourth quarter. But other than those two big plays in that fourth quarter, they did a good job against that Raider offense. And guess who's not walking through that door? Derek Carr. I like the Texans. You want to score 24-10. to 10. Houston Texans win. The Raiders defense has to play, play, has to play better, and they have, but they not, they're just not good enough. That offense is prolific, but they don't have their signal caller. They don't have their point guard, the guy that distributes to each and everybody that makes everybody better, their quarterback, Derek Carr. Tough proposition for the Oakland Raiders. They're going home, folks, 24 to 10 to the Houston Texans. Let's go with the Lions and the Seahawks, and let's look at this particular football game. 
You look at the Lions, lost three straight, kind of limping into the playoffs, if you will. A team that the Detroit Lions that, you know, obviously it helped that the Giants did them a favor. And Kirk Cousins did them a favor. And now the Redskins are home and the Lions are here. Had an opportunity to win the NFC North. Had the opportunity to have that home game, but it didn't happen. Could not beat the hot Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. But yet, you look at the Lions. It's hard for me to, to, to bet against the Seahawks in this game. I will say this. Seattle hasn't played well down the stretch. Three and three in their last six games. Haven't played well. They're 7-1 at home, but they did lose just two weeks ago in Seattle to the Arizona Cardinals. Earl Thomas, just like Derek Carr is not walking through that door, Earl Thomas is not walking through that door. So now, you know, a big piece of that Legion of Boom is sitting at home. But I look at this particular football game, as much as I say Seattle, I think Seattle is going to win, I think the Lions have an opportunity here. I really do. Seattle, like I said, has not played well down the stretch here. Also, you look at the Detroit Lions, they didn't beat a playoff team in 2016. But this is a team with Matthew Stafford. This is a guy in Matthew Stafford who's a big, time playmaker he said you don't have to worry about the hand the finger no more that's good that's done with i'm where i need to be and matt stafford was a comeback machine throughout the course of this season when the lions were down going into the fourth quarter they had you right where they wanted you but matthew stafford this is a guy 24 touchdowns only 10 picks In 2016, a big-time quarterback. Matthew Stafford has the ability. Matthew Stafford has the talent. Matthew Stafford can go into Seattle and have a big-time game. That's what the Lions are going to need in order to win tomorrow. In order to win Saturday in Seattle, Matt Stafford has to be big-time. You're going to need Matt Stafford to be big time if you, Detroit, want to go on to the next round. That's what has to happen. Matt Stafford has to be big time. He's got to be big time. And if he's not, Detroit, you're going home. And here's the thing. I think for the Lions, at the end of the day, no matter what happens, I think this season was a success. I think this season was a success. You know, you, the Detroit Lions, you get to the playoffs after missing the playoffs, after getting off to a bad start this year. You know, last year you got off to a bad start. You finished pretty well. Ultimately, you didn't make the playoffs. But this year you got off to a bad start. You know, you turned it around there in that midseason, and you got yourself right and you slid yourself into the playoffs. And I think, I think the Detroit Lions can win tomorrow. I really do think they have a legit opportunity 
to go into Seattle and beat the Seahawks. This is not the Seahawks defense. It's not that same type of defense. It's still big time. It's still big time. But it can be penetrated. And I just look at this, this Lion team. I look at it. Here's the thing. They got to get some type of running game. Zach Zanner has to give them something. I, I, I watch Zach Zanner and he's okay. Obviously, the Lions still need to upgrade at the running back position. Obviously, that particular person is not walking through that door, but they do need an upgrade at the running back position, and I guess they'll have to address that at some point later. But I look at Zach Zenner. He has improved their running game, but will it be enough? We'll see what happens tomorrow, but it's going to be fun. i like the Seahawks to get that done, though. I think they'll be close. I like to see Austin with 20 to 17. Steven Houchkus, walk off field goal. Seattle moves on. And we'll get to Sunday's games in a moment. I want to, before we get to Sunday's game, I want to talk about Chip Kelly for a moment here. Chip Kelly gone, fired by the San Francisco 49ers. Not a surprise, a team that struggled mightily. This season, 2-14, and 14, not a very good football team at all. And you can say, you know what, Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly had his issues in Philly, you know, got off to a great start, but ultimately that all went away that third year. The moment that he got control of personnel, the moment that he just purged this team, sending LaShawn McCoy on the way, not re-signing a Jeremy Macklin, signing Riley Cooper, which never, ever, ever, five years, $25 million. That at the time made no sense to me. That at the time was a head-scratcher. That at the time was just stupid. And I said so at the time. I didn't, it didn't make sense. Who were they competing with at the time? Who were they competing with? Were, were they competing with anybody? Ticket to services of Riley Cooper? I mean, I mean, the guy that we saw on video, you know, talking about he's going to beat, uh, you know, every N-word in here, that guy? Riley Cooper's not in the league right now. There's a reason for that. Not that very, he's not very good. Not very good at all. But I look at Chip Kelly with the San Francisco 49ers. What happened in Philadelphia in his third year when he got personnel control is on him. Completely on him. Bottom line, point blank, he messed up, got control, and messed up. But I think what happened in San Francisco wasn't really his fault. And and, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. First of all, you only get the guy one year. It's very difficult to establish yourself in one year with the level of talent that you had in San Francisco. The defense you know, it was, you know, retirements left and right. Willis, uh, um, Borland, um, the Smith brothers, you know, all the Smith getting in trouble. You know, I mean, it, it's – you had a team that wasn't a good football team talent-wise. You had an injured quarterback in Colin Kaepernick who, you know, when he ultimately got in there, had some good moments, but had some bad moments as well. And then Blaine Gabbert started – for you earlier in the season. He's your quarterback, and I guess that's all you need to know. 
But I will say this, one thing for Chip Kelly. Did he ever really have a quarterback? You know, you look at Blaine Gabbert. He's a backup in this league. You look at Colin Kaepernick at this point of his career, you don't know where it's going. You don't know what he has. You don't know if he's a starting quarterback in this league at this point in time. He's young. I mean, maybe he can get better if, in fact, he gets a full training camp of, and, and, you know, fully healthy. Maybe he get, he'll get better. The numbers aren't awful. 16 touchdowns, only four interceptions. They're not awful. I mean, you know, you like to get that percentage over 60, 59% completion percentage. You want to get that over 60. What is that, 59%? I mean, and the numbers aren't awful. The numbers aren't great either. And maybe and, – and one thing I'll say about the Chip Kelly system, one thing I'll say about this system, this system does allow you to put up numbers. And Colin Kaepernick, if you just looked at his numbers, you just looked at his numbers and didn't really watch 49ers at all, you would think, okay, not bad. But you, you watch them play, and you watch that offense play, and you watch that team play, and they stunk. Defensively, they really stunk. And so I'm saying all that to say this. Chip Kelly really did not have the roster to compete. And it's not fair to Chip Kelly. It, it's just not. It, 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 it's just not fair to – for Chip Kelly, I mean, the NFL is the NFL. There's only 32 of these jobs, uh, of coaching jobs. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. But I look at Chip Kelly and I just, I'm like, man, this 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 guy got a fair shot in Philly, tried to put together a roster, had personnel control, and that's where it went wrong. Went to San Francisco and just went to a situation with a GM who, you know, obviously – did not give him the necessary talent. And you look at this move, it's probably more about the GM than it is about Chip Kelly. But obviously you get rid of the GM, the coach has to follow because that new GM is going to want to choose his own guy. And I doubt that new GM would have chosen Chip Kelly. So, again, Chip Kelly, I don't think he's a bad head coach. I just, think, I just don't think that system can win in the National Football League but I will say this in his defense, he's never had that quarterback. Kaepernick is not that guy at this point in his career. Blaine Gabbard is not that guy. He's never been that guy. Michael Vick, when he got him, you know, had some moments in the system, popped a hamstring. That was it. Nick Foles had that 27 and 2 situation that one year. Following year, he struggled. And ultimately, they moved him on. Sam Bradford came onto the scene. He was okay, but not good enough. Didn't necessarily have a lot of weapons. Some of his weapons were ran out the door. So, I mean, he didn't really have any offensive weapons. And, and so, you know, it is what it is. Chip Kelly is what he is. Goes back to college. Reestablishes himself. And then maybe he makes another run. Back to the NFL, and maybe he'll have the level of success 
that he believes that he can have. We shall see. Let's go now to the um, Sunday's wild card games and, and quickly go through that. Then we'll quickly go to the championship game, college football. Then we'll get to Trent Cole, and then we'll get on out of here. But, I mean, let's go to Sunday. Dolphins, Steelers, a rematch of a game that happened in the regular season. Dolphins dominated Pittsburgh in that game, 30-15. to 15. Ryan Tannehill was there. Jay Ajaye, excuse me, 200-yard game. Explosion against that Steelers football team. Dominated. Dominated Pittsburgh. But that game was in Miami. This time around. This time around. And, and, and Roethlisberger did get hurt. Wasn't really 100% in that football game. But at the end of the day, as Mike Tomlin said, quote, we got beat soundly, and they, in fact, did get beat soundly. And Ryan Tannehill was there. He won't be there now. He will not be there. Matt Moore's there. Matt Moore, to me, is not a bad backup. He's okay. He's okay. And But the thing about it is you're going to Pittsburgh. The thing about it is Pittsburgh at the time was having some struggles. They weren't the team that they are now. This is a team that finished 2016 in a good way. This was a team at the time that Dolphins game started their four-game losing streak. But this was a team after that four-game losing streak, after losing to Dallas 35-30, to they came back and beat Cleveland in Cleveland. Not saying a lot, but a win is a win. And if you look at two, four, six, the final seven games, got the Browns twice. You got one playoff team in there. Ravens, a football team that was pretty good throughout the course of the year. Bengals played better near the end, but they weren't great. And obviously you got Cleveland, Buffalo as well. So, I mean, seven, a seven-game win streak is a seven-game win streak. But the schedule kind of worked and played into their – worked into their favor. It really did. But I look at Pittsburgh, and this is a team, a dangerous football team, in terms of making the, uh, the Super Bowl because you've got a team that has Big Ben, a team that has Le'Veon Bell, a team that has Antonio Brown. So you got a guy in Le'Veon Bell, 1,200-yard rusher, after missing the multiple games. You got a guy in Antonio Brown, 106 receptions, 1,284 yards, 12 touchdowns, and then you got Big Ben. So you look at this Steeler football team, arguably may have the best wide receiver in football and arguably may have the best running back in football. So you got – and you got Big Ben, who is a Hall of Fame quarterback and still a big-time top-10 quarterback in the National Football League. So you got this Pittsburgh Steeler team, if they can win this particular football game, this is a team that Kansas City don't want to see. This is a team that the New England Patriots don't want to see. So these are this is a team that a lot of people don't want to see. And it's looking like if the Steelers handle their business. Not looking like it's going to be if the Steelers handle their business, they're going to Kansas City. And, you know, 
We'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there. I mean, Kansas City played well, tough team to beat in Arrowhead, but a team that's not very prolific offensively and a team that the Steelers have an opportunity against. So the Steelers easily can make it to the AFC Championship game, and they're probably going to see the Patriots because the reality of the situation, you got Osweiler in Houston, you got Connor Cook in Oakland, got Matt Moore in Miami, and we don't know if Tannehill's going to be back. Probably not. So you got a situation where you're the New England Patriots, but you're good. You're good. You, you, you're you going to be playing possibly against Connor Cook or, or Matt Moore or Brock Osweiler. You're good if you are the New England Patriots at this point in time. But I like Pittsburgh to get it done, and I think Pittsburgh wins that game. And I think also if we go, if we stick on Sunday, I'm going to get it in. I'm looking at the time, so we got, but I'm going to get it in. If I look at Green Bay and, and the Giants, two teams that you really don't want to bet against because you got Eli Manning, who's been in this position before. Eli Manning, who's you know been went on the road and got to the Super Bowl and won a Super Bowl. So this ain't nothing for Eli. Eli's won in, in, in Lambeau before. This ain't nothing for Eli. He's been there. He's done that. Eli Manning is a tough quarterback to bet against in the playoffs. And so is Aaron Rodgers at this point with the way he's playing, with the way he's slinging that football, the way he's slinging that rock, the way he's playing big, the way that team has rallied around him and and rallied around, you know, talking about we can run the table. And guess what? They ran that table, and they ran that table all the way to the NFC North title, and they ran that table all the way to Lambeau. To the playoffs. If there's one team that you don't want to see, two teams that you want you don't want to see, it's probably that team in New York with the Giants and that team up there in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. They're a tough that, that quarterback, those quarterbacks. Eli in the playoffs, clutch. Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in this league. Arguably, Brady might have something to say about that. But I think talent-wise, there's no better than Aaron Rodgers. Dude the special. You just watch that guy, the way he just throws that football, the way he just moves around in that pocket. You're mesmerized by the abilities, the way he just lays it down, the way he gets it done. It's tough to root against. It's not root. I hate the Giants. I can easily root against the Giants. But – if you look at this football game, <sighs> I guess ultimately you got to make a pick. I like the way Aaron Rodgers is rolling right now. That Giants offense has, has had some struggles over the past few weeks. Hasn't looked fluid. Defensively, they're playing better. Getting after the quarterback, making some plays in that secondary. You know, Tough, 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 tough. Tough, tough. I got to go with the Packers. I got to go to the Packers. 
I just do. I know Janoris Jenkins is back, and that's huge. That's key. Got some big-time money in this offseason and played some big-time football throughout the course of this 2016 season. But, man, Aaron Rodgers is rolling. He's putting up points. He's getting it done. I'm going with the Packers. So just so we're clear, I'm going all the home teams. Green Bay, I'm going you with you. Steelers, I'm going with you. Seahawks, I'm going with you. And the Houston Texans, I'm rolling with you. That's how I see Wild Card Weekend. We shall see. We're going to bring in a guy now, Trent Cole, um, Indianapolis Colts. You know, struggled injury-wise this season. But the Colts, a team that, you know, easily should have probably, possibly. The division was there for them to take it. But they had their struggles, and because they had their struggles, they are not in the playoffs. But we're going to bring in a guy now, party Indianapolis Colts, Trent Cole. Let's bring him in now. Colts, outside linebacker, Trent Cole. Trent, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing really good. Thanks for joining us. And Trent. We look at the 2016 season for the Indianapolis Colts. No playoffs, second straight year of no playoffs. What happened to the Colts in 2016? Um, You know, like I said, we, you know, just execution. You know, we um, we just didn't, um, you know, know, in in, in the game we played, you know, you have to, you got to go out there and you got to win games. You got to go out there and you got to start from the beginning and and, end the game. You know what I'm saying? And, And, you gotta go out there and win. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And um, we just didn't do enough to, um, jump you know and to get to the, you know, to get to get a chance to get in the playoffs. And I mean, there was a lot of opportunities there, but um, you know, we came up short. But like I said, at the end of the day, you know, we we ended the season on a win. And and, and at the end of the day, it's it's about wins. And uh, you know, like I said, I would go to bat for all them guys over there. You know, we got a great team. You know, we just gotta, you know, as players, we just gotta. You know what I'm saying, and, and and just execute and make things happen. For sure, and we we look at your team, and again, coming into this game, obviously, I guess the goal for you guys was to finish 500. How important was it for you guys to get to 500? It's very important. I mean, you know, when when you know that you you, you don't have a chance to go to the playoffs, but you know, yeah, in in, in our book, it's 500. Hey, that's you know, that's a I mean, you're you're still classified as a, a you had, I mean, you're a good team. You're you're a great team. You just came up short. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I just look at your team, and you, you know, you you said your game is about execution. Football is about execution. And defensively, you guys had some struggles on the defensive end. The Colts really struggled in 2016. Why do you think that was the case? Um, I I, I can't really say. I'm not gonna say we struggled. I'm not gonna say that. I don't say so. People say we struggle. It's just, and I'm talking for us from a perspective of, I mean, look at the games we played and look at the teams we beat. And 
and I know what our defense can do. Um, you know, but we you know we had some holes, like you said, we had some we had some holes there, and and it hurt us. You know, as a defense. Um, but you know that, and, and at the end of the day, like I said, it comes down to making sure that we go out there and and beat the man across from us and and, and win them battles to, and, and make sure that we can get off on third downs. But um, you know, like you said, we struggled and. Um, and you, you can't really do nothing about it. About it, you can't turn out. You can't turn the you know the clock back and change it. You know, it's just it is what it is. And you know, if you if your team is getting this league, you got to do it. You got to start. You got to start strong and finish strong. Trent, twelve years in the NFL, you are a free agent. What's next for you? Um, you know, I mean, playing this league for twelve years, you, you never know what's going to happen. The only thing you can do is just um, just to get your mind right and, and just start preparing for the next season. Um, and, and then hopefully, uh, you know, you have a home somewhere, you know, but uh, until then, you know, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to um, just keep, get my mind, just get mentally ready for, prepare for the next season. And, um, and, and, and hopefully um, if I ain't back there, you know what I'm saying? I'm somewhere else, but uh, I mean, I had a great time there. Great people, great culture. I mean, is everything you ask for, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I mean, for, as far as being a team. And, you know, it's just, like I said, we came up short. And, uh, uh, and at the end of the day, I still think if I'm there or not, that uh, the Colts is going to be a great team, you know, because, um, I mean, they have all the right – they got all the right the, the right uh, guys to, to, to go to, to do what they need to do to get to the playoffs and, and, um, and, and try to make it to the big one. So you would like to return to Indy at the end of the day? I, I mean, I would. I mean, I would if they wanted me to come here. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I said, this is a business. This is a game we're in, and they got to do what they got to do to make the right decisions. And uh, you know, um, I'm 34, and you know, you know, everybody looks at you know when somebody's over 30, it's like, oh man. But really, I think guys in their and and when once guys hit that that age of 30, they're you're pretty much when you're in that three range, you're getting your prime. We're talking to Colts outside linebacker Trent Cole, and Trent, obviously, you want to return to the Colts, but in terms of the coaching situation with the Colts, how do you think that's going to work out? Do you expect Chuck Pagano to return? Uh, like I said, that's something I can't answer. I mean, um, I said that's something right now I can't answer, um, and and we'll just have to see. I'm I'm waiting around just like. You and every other fan, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, and you know, like I said, he you know he was our coach. He built our culture, and I told you we had a great culture. We had a great team. I mean, right. it was a great just overall team. And that, and that's what I can really that's what I can say. You know what I'm saying? So I could say right now, you know, <laughs> for sure. All that you can do is so, the, all they can do is wish the best for people. You know what I'm saying? For every, for anybody, because you know what I'm saying there's a lot of jobs on the line. So. Only thing you can do is wish the best. You don't wish nothing bad to nobody. You know what I'm saying? So I can't really, on a situation where I can't, I can't answer that. You know what I'm saying? I can't give you a, like a Zach answer. You know? <laughs> for sure. For sure. I mean, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this: you, you missed some time because of a back injury. Ultimately, you return near the end of the season. End of the day, how much good football do you feel like you got left? Man, it, it's like saying you. You talk about you know retirement. You talk when you get around this, around like I say year ten when you get in the league and you start talking about retirement and you see, you know a lot of guys is retired around that age and, and a lot of people ain't made it really that far. 
And every time I talk about it, I'd play two more years. And it's been like that. Mm-hmm. But right now, since, you know, I had a little back injury and, and I call it little, but it really wasn't little. But, uh, um, but you know, I had a back injury, got, got myself back together, you know, and um, I'm feeling good, feeling really, really, really good. And, and um, it's like, man, I thought it was time to stop. You know, I almost thought it was time to stop. I thought it was time to retire. But when you're feeling so good and you're, you're, and you got a lot, you got, you got that fire still left. I got that fire still, it's still lit. You know what I'm saying? And it's burning hot. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of unfinished business to handle. You know, there's a lot of things out there. You know, I want to accomplish. There's a lot of things I want to go out there and win with it. I want to go and win as a team. And you know, obviously, you want to win a Super Bowl. And is that one of the big reasons you want to stick around? I mean, yes. I mean, I, I, I believe, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, I can't, you know I'm saying, I can't, you know what I'm saying, I can't tell you if I'm going to be there or I'm going to be somewhere else. But wherever I'm playing football at, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it 101%, you know, it's just like, and, and, and like I said, you can't control where you go, you know what I'm saying, it's hard to control, you can't control and believe where you want to go. Uh, and that's one thing I can really tell you, but I know that, that, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you know, if I'm with the Colts, you know what I'm saying, next year, well, you know, I'm like I said, I'd be more than glad to come back there, you know, but it's just, uh, yeah. but I know if I'm not there that they're going to win a lot of games. So Maybe let me answer not, this now. They're going to win games. You look at the Colts, and I mean, and obviously they have the quarterback, and Andrew Luck, who's a big time quarterback. You would think, I mean, obviously you look at the AFC South. There were opportunities over the past two seasons. I, I do agree. I think the Colts have an opportunity to take that next step. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen, especially with that quarterback. And, I mean, I, like I said, I, I can tell you this, you know what I'm saying, the, the Colts in the past, you know, they have, they have a, they had a winning culture, okay, there. You know what I mean? They got a winning culture, and that's what they're known for, and that's what everybody knows of. And, you know, and I think in their book, and me coming from Philadelphia and coming from a, a winning culture like I came from there, you know what I'm saying, nobody, you know what I'm saying, I can tell you this, I mean, you know, ending the season at 500, that, that, that ain't good enough. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We want, we, we want to win the big one. You know what I mean? We want to go for the big one. And, and, and that's where that winning culture, that's, that, that's the, the, the mindset of a winning culture. I mean that that's just it's my opinion, but like I said, you know what I'm saying, if you're a winning culture, five hundred ain't good enough. For sure. Definitely. And I look at you now in twenty sixteen you had two sacks. Well one of those sacks was against Derek Carr and you've been getting a lot of nasty messages from Raiders fans because of that Derek Carr sack that pretty much has put him out for the rest of the year. Talk about those nasty messages. Well, you know, Paul, you know, this game we we play, it's a it's a very it's a it's a violent and dangerous game. And, you know, the, the NFL's you know what I'm saying, they've done a great job of making sure that, you know what I'm saying, they, they've toned down and controlled a lot of that. Because, you know, the, the you know, the more we're educated now of how actually how violent this game is and you see the results of people I mean, of people who are having problems now, you know, with brain and what it can really do to the body. And like I said, the NFL is, you know, they're trying to do what they're, they're trying to do a lot right now to make sure that 
um, they could prevent a lot of them things, but it's hard to prevent some things because this is a game, man. We're, we, we work out, you know, we work out, we're, we're athletic, you know, we're, we're here for a reason, you know, we're here playing national, we're, we're at the top of the top, you know, we're, there's a reason why we're here and we can run fast and we can hit hard, you know, like I said, you know, things happen in the game and it's, it's a game of football, you know, I, since I've been a kid, I broke, I don't know how many bones I broke, you know, I don't know how many other people's bones I probably broke. I don't know how many other, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's crazy. You know, I had my bones broke by people. And, and, and from a kid to being in the NFL. And, uh, you know, it's it's sad that, um, you know, things happen like that. But this is the game we play, and we know that. You know, as a player, you know, we all know that things can happen. And like I said, with me, um, I, I have no intentions to, to try to go break so another player's, you know what I'm saying, some go hurt another player like that. You know, it's just sure. I went to go do my job. I went I went to go tackle him, and I did what I was supposed to do. You know, I saw my arm around his waist, and and that's so all I can tell you. You know, what I'm saying he, <clears throat> I thought I wished the best for him. I think he's a great quarterback, but you know, what I'm saying unfortunately it was sad that doesn't that happen. But you know, what I'm saying, and you know, with the history, you know, what I'm saying with with uh, Oakland Raiders history, you know, what I'm saying this is you know everybody this is their their big chance to get there and. You know they were they're on the street. They were they they're a great team and um, they were doing really you know, really good in the season. And you know this is their shot. And you know I, I feel I feel for a lot of the fans. You know they're they you know they're they're upset. You know I feel I feel I feel I know how they feel. But like I said, don't come after me. You know what I'm saying and 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 tell me you know what I'm saying that I I'm gonna I'm gonna die or or wish bad stuff on my on my peoples and. You know all that stuff. You know what I'm saying. I was there to do my. I was doing my job. I was, and I had no intentions. And they know that. You can watch the film. It does. The film don't lie. And like I said, you know, just things happen. But like I said, I wish the best for Carr. You know what I'm saying? Because he's. A, I think he's a great quarterback. He's got. He's got a big future ahead of him. And um, you know, like I said, you know, it's just unfortunately that freak accident, and I can't do nothing about it. You know, I can't. I can't change nothing nobody else can do nothing so it's not so nobody should be not judging somebody or or, or you know what I'm saying or, or, or what happened here it, nobody can control it but the good lord for sure for sure we're talking to Colts linebacker Trent Cole and, and Trent I want to ask you this we saw a tweet from you in relation to former Eagle now former 49er head coach Chip Kelly your tweet says ship him back to daycare. Elaborate on that tweet. What does that mean? Uh, that tweet will mean different. It could have a lot of different definitions to that tweet. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, you know, I was just, hey, you know, I'm not, I'm a guy who don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't count my chickens before they hatch. And, you know, hey, you know, he, you know, he came to the Eagles and had his, you know what I'm saying, had his, his time there and then they fired him and, or, or whatever happened between them two, they might not fire him, or he might have just left them. Um, and then he went to 49ers, and he's gone. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? Well, a guy like me being in Philadelphia for, what, 10 years, having a good career, you know what I'm saying? Going out there playing Revere for him, for him, you know what I'm saying? And uh, doing what I had to do and, and, and being productive. Remember what I said, being productive, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and then the turn around, then you go and get rid of five. You go, I don't know, I, I can't even remember because you know, I don't even 
care no more about it. But you were all these pro bowlers that were going, some of them were in the prime, some of them were going into their prime. And that's what I don't understand. But in the sense of this, you got to understand this is the game we play. It's a business. Things have to be done. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really, I can't really say, hey, that was the reason. You know what I'm saying? Well, there was a reason. They might have this, you know, it must have been, it, it may have been all business. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I really don't say it. But then at the same time, um, why, you know what I'm saying? A guy like me in, in my situation and, and where I was at and, and and why I should be mad, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I should be mad. <laughs> I should be pissed off. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. But I, I'm all right. I'm over here. I moved, went to the Colts. Hey, I'm, I'm enjoying. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it over there. And and it, it, life goes on. You know what I'm saying? You enjoyed it till Chip came, right? <laughs> hey, I don't count my chickens for the hatch. It's one thing. I did everything right. I did everything I was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? I did everything. Everybody asked you in there. I did everything I was supposed to do. From 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 you know what I'm saying? From coming to work every day, I was there. Never late. I ain't never been late. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> it is so, what it is. So, so you know, you put your you put your you put your uh you put your opinion on it and then 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 and then give your opinion about it. Well, I look at you the know? whole Chip Kelly situation. Look, I, I'm an Eagles fan. So I, I lived it. Shady, Deshaun, I mean, Macklin a year, you know, it was just a mess. All yeah, so you can you can hear speak. Yeah, it, it, it just, it hurts you to see this, talk about it. Think about it. It hurts you just to talk about it. <laughs> it's like, I, wow. I was happy to see him go. Yeah. It, it, it hurts you to talk about it. It hurts you to talk about it. You're like, you get your, this, this, you're like, Okay, you know what I'm saying. But like I said, at the end of the day, you know he's not leaving because he had an opportunity. You, can't, you gotta get somebody. You know, everybody gets. You know, everybody has. It, it just don't work, and it didn't work out with the Eagles. So you know, you know, people get opportunities, and uh, he got a second opportunity. Um, he got a second chance to <clears throat> to do it. But like I said, I think I ain't gonna say this. I ain't gonna count him out as. I ain't gonna count him out as being a bad coach. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing I ain't gonna do. You know, I won't do that. Because, you know, he there's a reason why he got there, you know. And you can't call him a bad coach, you know. You know, at times people got to deal with, deal with some players that they got to deal with, you know. But and some some coaches just can't deal with them. You know, you got to understand, though, this is we're, – we're not in college. You know, this is the NFL. These are grown men. These are grown men, you know, <clears throat> involved in the business. These are grown men that have families. And you got to learn. And, and as a coach, you got to be – you got to know how to coexist and know how to manage that, you know, and that's, um, and that, and, and, and you'll, you'll have, you'll do it. Your guys will play for you. You know what I'm saying? But that's the one thing I said, no matter if I didn't like it or not there, I was playing, I was playing, you know what I'm saying? For my organization, I was playing for my franchise. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I was playing hard as I could every day or whenever I got chance, whenever I got, I, I got whenever I got the opportunity to play, I played hard. I played 110. percent You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna, I'll take my word to the grave. Yeah. So do you, do you feel like? So you felt like he treated you guys not as pros, but almost like college players. No, I'm not. No, I'm not just like I'm not going. I don't want to. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going. You know, again, I'm not going to um, talk about you know how it went on in there and whatever. 
on stuff. Like I said, man, it's in the past, and like I said, there's a reason to everything. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's a reason why he's gone. There's a reason why he got another second opportunity with the 49ers. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, he's not. I'm not gonna call him out. I'm not gonna call him out the back. I ain't gonna say he's a bad coach because when I was in there, you know what I'm saying? I did like what he had, what he had going on. He was, t- you know what I mean? He he had some some great things in there going on. You know what I'm saying? But at the sense of time, you know, you know how it goes. You know, everything you can't just have every everything else great and then two other things not good. It's not gonna work. Everything has to be one level. You gotta be you got everything has to be balanced out. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. You can't think you're gonna go do good and then do bad. It don't work. It does not work. You gotta so be on straight and narrow and you gotta be balanced out. Let me ask this. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically speaking, let's just say Chip mm-hmm. Kelly gets a job somewhere again and he offered you an opportunity. Would you play for Chip Kelly again? Oh, uh, to play for him again? No. Nah. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I wouldn't I wouldn't play for him again. But I mean only time if if I had to play for him again, it we would have to have a man to man talk. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It'd be like a man to man talk. Convince me if if that was a, if that was a uh, if there was a chance there, but it would be a man to man talk. I mean, face to face. You know, and how much convincing would you need? Face. Because now it'd be face to face. Because you know, what I'm saying at the end of the day, you got to know what you're doing. You got to know that hey, this is this is what we talked about, and this is how it was going to go. You know, what I'm saying this is what we're going to do. This is this is this is you know, what I'm saying it would have to be a man to man talk, but. Like I said, you can't turn back the clock. Your hands, you know, so you can't turn back the time, because you know, what I'm saying a lot of was lost in Philly. Right. There, was, there was a great team there, man. There was a great team. There was great players there. You know, what I'm saying you, it takes years to build that. You know, it takes years to build that again, and you, you can't. It's crazy, but like I said, we all of us have moved on. You know, and we know this is the game we play in. And, um, you know, and we've, we've seen this happen before. This ain't nothing new. You know what I'm saying? We've seen this happen to other teams. We know other players have been through it. So it happens, you know what I'm saying? But move on, you know. And that's <laughs> what I've done. And I'm, and I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. But I, gotta be, but, hey, but I got to finish business because of that. Right. Just, you know what I'm saying? That was just, just a bump in the road. That's all it is. That's all I got, a bump in the road. And I'm going to keep moving. So do you feel like, Going not you know not to stay on this stay on that situation, but do you feel like if the talent stayed together, the Macklins, the Jacksons, the McCoys of the world, the Coles of the world, do you feel like this team could have done something special? Uh, I mean, when we were together in Philly, when we were all together yes. in Philly talking. About, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, heck yeah! We, they were just putting the pieces together. We only want, we maybe one or two pieces out. That was it. Okay. It was just some fine tune. That was it. That's all us. Live, you know what I'm saying? Just some, some pieces. But hey, like I said, you know, um, you know, it's it's not the organization. You know, organization can control so much. And that's I'm a big believer. I'm a business owner myself. Organization can only control so only so much. You know what I'm saying? And the coaches, the coach, you know, he, and the coach is gonna have to work with what he's got to work with, and that is what it is. This is what we do. We're, you know, we're, we're in the NFL. This is, 
You know, this is a business, and 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 then it's a game. Definitely, definitely. We're talking to Colts linebacker Trent Cole. And speaking of your business, you're doing big things with Cole Outdoors. You got a TV show out there, you know, doing big things with that, Blitz TV. Tell us all about the great things going on with Cole Outdoors and Blitz TV. Yeah, um, yeah, that's my production company, um, uh, Cole Outdoors Productions. And, uh, you know, I have, I have a TV show um, it's, uh, called Blitz TV. And uh, people can go on our website, coldoors.com, and check it out. And go on our, especially look us up on Facebook, on Blitz TV Show Facebook, and also on Instagram, uh, Blitz TV underscore, T, I mean, Blitz underscore TV. Um, and, and, and just check out, you know, what, what it is is, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a big, I have a big passion for the outdoors. And, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I show, I show my passion for the outdoors through, um, you know, saying through television, and 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 we, what I do is I educate, and we try to help other others, you know, saying and being more success, being successful um, at, at at what they're doing, and and hoping they can learn from what we're doing, to to you know, saying make it a successful year every year, and um, and also it's a it's it's also also we're showing my you know just my life in general, my co-host's life in general. And McCall's life, they, they you know they got a lot of uh, a lot of different things going on. They're not just you know these guys are some of them are blue collar workers. You know, what I'm saying? it's just different walks of life. You know, people. It's just it's 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 a great show because it just shows how we you know how how we go from 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 the fam from having the family to being on outdoors and and how we balance it out. You know, there's a balance there. You know, and how we just live life in general. What do you got lined up in terms of some hunting going on in this off season? We got lined up. Uh, right now, um, you know, it's cold out. Um, you know, and this is when you know the weather makes you know makes make animals uh, you know make make a move and and they're searching for you know saying they're searching for what's left because you know it's winter time and I'm going to be hitting uh, Ohio for muzzler season and um, I'm pretty yeah I'm pretty excited about it. Um, but I, I really would rather be um, getting ready for a playoff game. But like I said, you know, you only can control what you can control. But uh, I'm excited about getting out in the woods uh, once again. You know, I've been had successful. I have had a successful year. Um, I was able to harvest two uh, good-sized bucks that I've took in um, in Iowa and uh, here in Indi- and also in Indiana. And um, like I said, there's just a lot of big things. Like I said, with this with my TV show. Um, you know, like I said, we just changed we're with um, Cabela's, which is is our now our um, our in-store retailer, and, and uh, they're outfitting us. So we're wearing all Cabela's camo, the old tooth, and also we're wearing you know all their we're using all their products and stuff. So it's a it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a lot of big things going on with just the, the TV show as well. So we're pretty excited about the season, you know, like and and, and excited about you know this. I'm excited about just getting out and build a hunt, you know. For sure. So fans, hit up this man's website, coaloutdoors.com. Hit him up on Twitter at pro underscore hunt 58. Hit him up on Facebook, facebook.com blitz TV show. That's facebook.com slash blitz TV show. 
and support all the great things going on with Trent Cole. Let me ask you this now before we get out of here. Do you have a Super Bowl pick at this point? Yeah, I do. I, I, I you know what I'm saying? I got, <clears throat> I feel like, you know, I, I think that uh, I, I would, I would say the, I'm going to say as of right now, it's it's hard. It's kind of harder now, but I'm, I'm I, I got to put Dallas in there. You know what I'm saying? Dallas, okay. I got I got to put Dallas in there, and um, I would also go with um, Casey. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I have to go Casey because you know that's um, you know it's my former coach Andy Reid, and uh, you know and they're doing a hell of a job. They've turned it up. I've seen Casey's turned it up. You know, and, Play and they're playing really good ball. Yeah, they're, they're they're playing some good ball, and um, like I say, you never know. You know how it is in the league. It's even given even given Sunday, it, I mean, a team can come out of nowhere and just pop in there, you know. So that was my that that'll be my two. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, you know, you can't count out Brady. Can't count Brady and New England Patriots because you know they they um, I mean they they've lost some weapons, but like I said, Brady's a he's 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 one of the best quarterbacks I know, and he seems to get it done. He seems to work with whatever he has. You know what I'm saying? He, Definitely. He, you know, players make him good, and he makes players good. You know, and that's that's the. I mean, that's the great chemistry they have over there, and um, they got a great thing going over there. So you can't put them out of it. So, I mean, that's just the two I put in there. And the reason I have to put, I got to put Casey in there because you know, any reason former head coach. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he gave him opportunity. Yeah, when oh, getting into the NFL, he's one part of the reason. So I had to say that. Definitely. Let me, one more thing before we get out of here: the closest you got to a Super Bowl was in 2008. You guys snuck into the playoffs that last game of the year, got into the playoffs, beat the Vikings, beat the Giants. You lost that tough one to the Arizona Cardinals there in the championship game. Have you gotten over that? Never will. I never will. I'm gonna be sure. I never will. I just got that. That it's just that mentality. You know, I have that that winning mentality. I believe there's only one place. It's first place. You'll never hear about second place. You might hear about third place. But there's there's only one place. You know, and it, and when you get there to that, when you get that close, that's when it really becomes an addiction, and the game becomes an addiction. Yeah, that, that was close. You guys got real, real close. But unfortunately, not close enough, and we move forward. Yeah. So we hope to see you in 2017 somewhere. Absolute pleasure talking to you, Trent. Let's yeah. do it again. Great talking to you, too. Yeah, we'll do it. Take, take care of yourself. You, too. Thanks for having me. Trent Cole, outside linebacker. Indianapolis Colts had a lot of interesting things to say, but he has unfinished business. And we'll see where he will finish that business, that unfinished business. We'll see. But we, like I said, wildcard weekend's upon us. But also, Monday night, out there in Tampa, Alabama, Clemson, get it on one more again, one more time. And you look at this game, obviously you got to look at Alabama's defense. It's dominant. It's big time. It gets it done. Last year, 
Alabama had a formidable defense last year, and Clemson rolled up almost 500 yards, rolled up 40 points, but that was not enough to roll the tide, the Clemson tide, just not enough. But you look at it now. You look at Clemson with another opportunity, another chance. You look at Deshaun Watson, another opportunity, another chance. You look at Mike Williams, who didn't have that opportunity the first time around, but has it now. Dabo Sweeney, another opportunity, another chance. Here's the thing. You look at this Clemson team, you look at Deshaun Watson, obviously big time. Could have easily won the Heisman. Could have easily won the Heisman. But one number that scares me for Clemson is the 30 interceptions in 29 games in the past two seasons for Deshaun Watson. 30 interceptions. In 29 games. Oh, by the way, this Alabama defense has 11 touchdowns. So this defense is opportunistic. This defense, this defense, not only would they intercept the ball, not only do they turn you over, but they turn those turnovers into points. The defense gets it done. All by themselves. 11 touchdowns for Alabama defensively. Now look at Deshaun Watson. Two picks against Ohio State. So he's going to give you opportunities. And you can't give a team as good as Alabama opportunities. So if you're Deshaun Watson, you have to play a clean game. You have to play a clean game. And if you can play that clean game, don't turn the football over. Don't give that opportunistic Alabama defense an opportunity to turn those turnovers into points. Obviously, you have an opportunity to win this game. And and don't get me wrong. The best quarterback on the field tomorrow is Deshaun Watson. Monday night, I should say. He's the best quarterback. He's the best quarterback on that field. The question becomes, the question is, will he not turn the football over? Will he play a clean is the question. That's something we're going to have to see as we get closer to Monday. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You know, this Alabama team is the best team in football, was 14-0, the best team in college football, 14-0, for a reason. For a reason. You have, you have, you have, you have to 
protect the football from Deshaun Watson. You have to do it. Alabama didn't really do much. Didn't do a lot offensively against Washington. Didn't do a lot offensively. But this defense, oh, this Alabama defense is big time. And then you got a true freshman. Jalen, a true freshman. Out there, going out there, trying to win a championship. And a true freshman hasn't won a championship in 22 it's hard. It's not very easy to do. But it does help. You have a big-time running game. It does help that you have a big-time defense. Those two things help. Helps. A best friend to a quarterback is a good big-time running game. That's the quarterback's best friend. But here's what I'll say. Here's, here's what I'll say. Here's what I said. <sighs> you look at Clemson getting a second opportunity, a second chance, this Alabama team, a second opportunity, a second chance. They got to take advantage of it. They gotta take advantage of. But could it be a situation? Could it be a situation? A situation where, you know what? You know, Buffalo got to the Super Bowl four times in a row. Guess who they ran into? Ran to the Cowboys. A couple times. Ran to the Redskins, ran to the Giants. They played the Cowboys twice. Couldn't beat him. Jazz. Carl Malone, Stockton. Ran into Michael Jordan. Twice. Couldn't beat him. Didn't happen. Tom Brady. Ran into Eli Manning. Twice. Obviously, there's some years apart. But twice. Couldn't beat him. Clemson, now, it's going to run into Alabama twice. And Alabama is one of those football teams, in order for them to, in order to believe that they can lose or get be beaten, you have to see it. I think Clemson is going to go pain, come painfully close again, but they're going to run into their Michael Jordan. They're, they're going to run into their Eli Manning. They're going to run into the Cowboys, Redskins, and Giants. They're going to run into a buzzsaw. This Alabama team is special. It's amazing. Nick Saban may be the greatest college football coach of all time. They're going to run smack into that big-time defense. And here's what you need to know about football. A lot of times. A good defense, a great defense, tends to dominate a great offense. Look no further to what we saw last year in the Super Bowl with the Denver Broncos and that big-time defense 
that no-fly zone, that Von Miller, that big-time defense, and look what they did to that prolific offense in Carolina with Cam Newton and those guys. They shut them down. They blew them out, and they got it done. A great defense tends to be a great offense. And that's what we have here. A big-time, prolific offense with a big-time quarterback, with a big-time arm, with some big-time legs who can make some big-time plays. But we also have a great defense that can do some great things and that can do that can score 11 touchdowns, a defense that dominates in the defense. That has taken Alabama, along with the running game, along with Hurts, has taken Alabama to Tampa and that defense, along with that big-time running game, and along with that true freshman quarterback, will take Alabama over the top. And Alabama will do it again. If they did it before, they can do it again. And Alabama will do it again. It's going to be fun. Just like last year's game was fun. Going to be exciting. Just like last year's game was exciting. But I think Alabama gets it done. I can't, it, it, it's almost like betting against Mike Tyson. You, you you never thought that Mike Tyson would lose until you actually saw it. And Mike Tyson lost and it was done. It was it was almost like Ronda Rousey. You never thought, or you saw Ronda Rousey, who was big time knocking everybody out, beating people up, doing movies, doing the talk show circuit. Everywhere. She was everywhere. We couldn't get enough of Ronda Rousey. But the thing about Ronda Rousey's now, we're going to go into Ronda Rousey. The thing about Ronda Rousey now, the invincibility is gone. And once that invincibility is gone, just like it was for Mike Tyson, just like I left for Mike Tyson, once the invincibility is gone, it's gone for good. Gone for good. And so, Mike Tyson got dropped and beat by Buster Douglas. You know, had a few fights, won a few fights, went to jail, came out, won a few fights. Vander Holyfield wasn't scared. Beat him, and that was it. And then you look at Ronda Rousey, Holly Holm, Beat her down. Amanda Nunez beat her down quick, fast, in a hurry. And then you look at it, and now, as far as I'm concerned, it's time for Ronda Rousey. Hang those things up. Get on out of here. Jump on the big screen. Act. Do commercials. Have some fun. Because the invincibility is gone. The thrill is gone. And again, once the invincibility is gone, it's gone for good. And see, the thing about Mike Tyson, 
Mike Tyson had you beat before you stepped into the ring. He had you beat. Had you beat. In your head. You were scared. But one thing about a bully, if you punch that bully in the mouth, that bully isn't tough enough to punch you back. And you look at Ronda Rousey. She just, you look at the fight. I'm not a big UFC guy, but you watch the fight. You really didn't see much head movement. The head wasn't moving. She was an easy target for Nunez. And Nunez hit the target, hit the target, hit the target some more, and sent Ronda Rousey on her way. It was done quick, fast, and in a hurry. 2016 got one more victim. Got Mariah Carey on New Year's Eve. And before that, made sure it got Ronda Rousey. Even the Browns won in 2016. Not Ronda. She didn't do any media. She didn't do any talking. She was quiet, didn't say anything to anybody. You know, you saw the weigh-in, weighed in, didn't say much, didn't say nothing. End of the fight, didn't say much, didn't say nothing. And now she's gone. It was fun, Ron. Time now to, to find something different to do. Or maybe you just fight lesser talent. You came back against a, a big-time fighter in Nunez. Maybe it's time for you to, to fight some lesser people, so fight some lesser talent. You know, maybe build your confidence up a little bit, get your skill set a little better, and, and move forward. Because that's where you're at at this point in time of your UFC career. You, you're, you're big time, though, in terms of uh, – I think that pay-per-view may have gotten one million. I think that's what I'm hearing. But you're big time in terms of the numbers. You're big time in terms of the revenue that you can draw. People want to see you. They come to see you. But it's done. It's over. Move on, Rhonda. Move on. I want to thank Trent Cole for stopping by. Pleasure talking to him. You can listen to this show and other great shows, blogtalkradio.com slash pgant, where you can listen to this show and other great shows. First show of 2017. It was fun. It was fun. And we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it. And we're going to keep doing it well. All right? You can listen to this show and other great shows, blogtalkradio.com slash pgant. Send messages to the show on Twitter, at go 4 gang Give me a follow, at go 4 gang G-O-F-O-R-I-T-G-A-N-T. For everybody here, go for it. We hope you have a great day and a great weekend. See you later. Take care.